Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> Did you bring wine? I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted Podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and nowadays, when you've got the hot honey rag, raise me up. Just be a dream girl's reprise, lover, on Sunday, and make that rose's turn, because this isn't just a fable, but a way to get more, more, more. Being alive isn't just for now. It's one mega mix after another of it's time to dance, and we raise our cups only in the movies do we feel like opening up and not raining on my parade. Reprise. Finale. Joining us today are the usual proud Marys, including Kevin, the final scene, Jager. Ooh, I got like a really dark one. I like it. Kimberly, our 42nd Street Game Master, an unofficial babysitter for the hour. Yes. And with, <laughs> and with us today is something very exciting. Let's give, and a first for Broad Wasted, let's give a big Broad Wasted welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the friend show. Friend of the show. The season two finale. <laughs> finale. Yeah, we've never <laughs> done a season two finale before. <laughs> and we never but will again. That's technically true. Yes, it absolutely is true. Yeah. Um, but let's start with what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Kimberly, what are you drinking? You know, two seasons in, uh, I forgot and I have water. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just was earlier went, Oh, I have to make myself a drink, and then I just poured myself a glass of water. And I think that tells you how old I am and how long we've been doing this. <laughs> I know for sure. <laughs> I'll chug this and put some whiskey in this cup. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, Kevin, what are you drinking? I have uh, some whiskey on the rocks, which I left on my counter, so I'm going to get it in a minute. Awesome. Um, I actually also have whiskey, but I put in a little bit of uh, lime seltzer. Delish. Seltzer into the whiskey, not whiskey into the lime? Uh, It's in a glass, and I put the whiskey in, and then I put the other stuff in, the, the seltzer in. Opposite day for Brian Fox. I know. It's a finale, baby. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, he's, he's, um, here we are. Here we are. Okay. So we've got some really, really fun and exciting stuff planned for this finale. But first, before we do anything, I'm going to send it to Kimberly, Kevin, and Brian at the Flatiron Room. Uh, let's hear from them. Uh, wh- what, are you, what are you up to, Brian, uh, Kimberly, and Kevin? Yeah. How was it being past us? Yeah. Get away. Thanks, Brian. Here we are at the Flatiron Room in Chelsea. We're on 26th Street. 
And we let's just let's just straight up start with what are you drinking? What are you drinking? All right, we are drinking. Oh yeah, what are you smelling? So this is smoking. Yeah, so we are drinking the smoking old fashioned. Uh, they came over and with cedar planks on the top of our drink uh, that we're trapping the actual uh, smoke. And now we're about to try these for the first time. I just want to call out that also the orange peel is branded. Like flat iron room branded? Yeah, look at it. Inside. Whoa, that's super cool. This is extremely fancy. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Oh, cheers. I'm so obsessed with this. Oh man, right in the ASMR for you. That is so good. <laughs> yeah, I drank in some of the smoke. Me too. So it was an experience. Yeah. yeah. It was really, this is really good. Was it cool with the smoke? Yeah, this is cool. I love, I love smoky drinks. Also, I so, love smoky drinks. <laughs> so we're in uh, the Flatiron Room. This is in Chelsea. It's kind of like, so remember when we went to the Fine and Rare? Yes. We recorded there. It's the same owner, um, Tommy Tardy. <laughs> And so we are here, oh. and we have some food coming. We're gonna try some of this food, but this feels very much Thank like you. a uh, it's like a supper club vibe. Uh, yes. It feels like a like a like an old school an old school speakeasy. Thank you so much. Absolutely, I'm staring this at just delicious. like a wall full of caged whiskey bottles yeah. and Thank a stage, so and so I love it here. So. There's a Those full stage. Like. <laughs> What's also super cool about this is that you can actually buy a bottle of whiskey. This is like known for their whiskey as well as fine and rare. But this place is known for the whiskey. You can actually buy a bottle of whiskey and house it here. So like anytime you, you come mean, here. You like drink it really fast? Like You can house it. House yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you probably could do that Literally, too. Literally, yeah. like college Kevin was like, how's that whiskey? Yeah. They actually, like, you can okay. tape them to your hands. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Edward Forty hands yeah, with yeah, yeah. very expensive whiskey. Yeah. Please do not do <laughs> don't that. Don't, don't ever do that. Literally, don't do that. Or you actually, don't do that anywhere. Fancy. <laughs> keep your whiskey behind a bar so no one else can drink it. That's it's just so for cool. You you That's it. super cool, right? Yeah, that really Other like, places adds, should do that with other things. That like, adds, like, the feel of, like, it being, like, a special place for you. Like, you yeah. literally yeah. house something that's fresh, right. like, precious What if you brought a first date here and, like, you brought down your bottle for them? That's a classy move. Classy. Uh, Were you going to say not classy move? No, I was going to say very classy move. You had to introduce who's here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jamie's here, guys. Yeah, so my Hi. fiance Jamie is here. Hi, I'm the fiance Jamie. And, and I'm here. Yes, we're go- so we're all here because okay, this is yeah, our yeah. pre... Should we call her Jamie the fiance instead of the fiance Jamie? So that she has an identity and then a, like, subjugation? Yeah, and we can change it to... Thank you for, for humanizing. You also welcome. just call her Jamie. <laughs> no, interesting. Oh, interesting. I never thought about that. But we are here for pre-dinner drinks. We're going to see company uh, straight from here. And uh, this is actually an off. This is, first of all, this place is super cool. Second of all, it's not far enough away. that You could totally access this place, get drinks here, and then head over to um, the theater district. Or this is a very, very cool spot for after show drinks. Yeah. Especially the vibe. You used to get, they have two bands that play usually. Um, and and they have the full stage, so you can actually like, come and see a little show and have food afterwards. And yeah. for those of you who are New York City savvy, this is a very close location to the one two train, as well as the NQRW. And yeah. so it gives how did, you. How did you get here? 
I took uh, I took the one. I ended up getting the one. Okay. Oh, that's so what that's we did. Yeah. yeah. So you could take the one. It's very accessible to the trains that take you straight back to the theater district. Yeah. So this would be a really great place to come before or after a show. This place is super cool. Again, 37 West 26th Street. It's between 5th and 6th. That's um, interesting. 37 West 26th. You can remember. 37 26th. Like it's like 11 down. Remember that. Is that a math joke that I just don't get? <laughs> no, I was just going to do a jingle and oh, then it oh, oh. fell and apart into a math. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just realized that there's food in front of us and we aren't cool. eating it. So let's let's eat some of this food. We have a mac and cheese. We have a shishito peppers. Let's see what we really have. Let's get to this menu and get their names yeah. out I will say there. I'm very scared of spicy foods, but I hear the shishito peppers, like one in 10 of them are spicy. So we're going to take a chance. <laughs> and so let's start with eat all peppers. of them first. The, tri- the, the TFR, which is the Flatiron Room. Triple mac and cheese. And then we also have the three picadillas. Uh, picad- nope. Picadillas? How do I say it? Picadillas? Yeah, they keep going. Picadillas. <laughs> we have a crispy pork belly. There's See, a, you don't have to be refined to come American here. American <laughs> Wagyu. Uh, there's short rib. There's house-made tortillas. Or tortillas. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tomatillo sauce or tomatillo sauce. Mm-hmm. And Monterey Jack and cheddar. Beautiful. Uh, is it a picadilla? Is that right? Picadita. Ooh, there it is. Thank that was you. cute. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have to access you. Jamie's Puerto Rican site? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this looks delicious, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, let's dig in. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. delicious. Everything's thank great. You. Thank you so, so much. much. Oh, we have some music. That's uh, that's Miss Mabel and Charlie Judkins uh, playing behind us on the stage. I love coming to these kind of places in New York because, like, you discover someone that you literally might not have ever heard perform. And in that night, like, they become something special to you from that experience. So you might not even remember that's their how, name later. That's how Kevin and I met. It's exactly how we met. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really cool thing to be able to do live music in the city, especially those people on Broadway. Like, it's a chance to hear different styles of music. Yeah, totally. And, like, really ex- celebrate, like, the energy of New York that's not just Broadway. Oh, this this place is super cool. Um, so we're eating the mac and cheese right now. It's a little spicy. It has a kick to it. It's really good. It's really good. And the Brussels sprouts are really nice. Um, I found a spicy shishito pepper. No. <laughs> so while, while Kimberly is de- oh de- spicing herself, what? so we're recording this in November. What have you seen so far? What have you seen this year? So my first show I saw was Waitress with Sarah Bareilles, which was incredible. Amazing. Kimberly and I got to see Diana. Mm, we did last um, Which was a hoot. Oh, what's that? Um, we also got to, oh. I got to see um, Trevor the Musical off Broadway. Mm. Did you like that? Which is really sweet. It was a nice, like, sweet, well-performed little kid musical. Sure. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean there's a lot of little kids on stage, so it's a little kid musical. Yeah, yeah. Um, One of your favorite things. Usually not a big fan of it. Like, <laughs> these these picadillas are spectacular. The pork belly one was really good. The short rib one. The short rib one was chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah. But you know place is good when they give you very big singular ice cubes. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say very big chunks of meat. I was like, oh, I thought you were going to say very big glasses. In what? I thought, I thought you were going to say very big cups. But still, yeah. it means they fill it more. <laughs> yeah. oh. Well, going back to um, what we've seen. Oh, oh, I was going to say that in the summer before Broadway came back, I was in St. Louis with Jay's family, and we saw uh, my first ever show at the Muni. Oh, what did you see? On your feet. 
Oh my god, that sounds like so much fun at the Muni. It actually was. We got on our feet. The Muni is like the biggest place in the world. It's humongous. It's huge. Have you been it's there? It's so cool. You know what I was reading about it? Like, mm. and it's just the biggest. No, That's it just wild. goes on and on. Like we, I looked at where our seats were and I was like, are these good seats? Like I don't know the scale oh, of which this seating chart is. Sure, exists. sure. <laughs> and they're very far away. Oh yeah. But they were like perfect. And if you're far enough away, you can rent binoculars. Wow. Although Wait, really? Actually, I don't think you can rent binoculars right now. I think you have to bring your own because- That's uh, still pretty cool. Communal binoculars sounds like a bad idea at the moment. Um, that, I, I totally forgot that you did that. That's so cool. Was that your first theater experience like back? Mm-hmm. What a, it was full? Full. Wow. Um, outside, so I felt really comfortable. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the two main characters that played Gloria and Emilio Esteban. Are we thinking Emilio Estevez, or is it actually Emilio? It's actually Emilio. Okay, it's actually cool. Emilio. I was about to call him Paolo, so. Well, that was, I think Paolo was the actor who played him. Exactly. Um, but they're married, so I didn't feel weird when they kissed. Oh. Because, like, COVID reasons. That's super cool. Is there yeah. COVID allowed to kiss? Yeah. COVID allowed So the mini stage is like so huge that I felt very comfortable for all of those actors. And the two actors I had to kiss all the time mm. were married. And I was like, they're kissing out. Do <laughs> you think they made that decision on purpose? Absolutely. Uh, Jamie and I saw Little Shop of Horrors. <gasps> and Me too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which was. Wait, I'm an odd man out over here. <laughs> which was spectacular. <laughs> And then it feels right to this off Broadway. I just honestly agree. Like, yeah. Seeing the show at a smaller scale like that, it just feels right. Oh, and then we all also saw Carolina Change. Yeah. Oh, and Hamilton, but oh, not in New York. We oh yeah, we saw Philadelphia Hamilton. And Jacksonville Hamilton. And Jacksonville Hamilton. Oh yeah. yeah. Which was the same Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> well, technically a different Hamilton because we saw an understudy. Fair. True. Yes. It was amazing. It was excellent. It was incredible. Yeah. But we saw friends of the show, Nikisha Williams and Aaron J. Albano, doing yeah. Killing It. And Demarius. And Demarius. And Demarius, friend of the and show. And Stephanie J. Park. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was like a pretty stacked roster on Absolutely. that stage. Like for us as friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all we care about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friendship and magic. Tonight we're seeing company. And then tomorrow. Which is exciting because Brian and I were supposed to see company. The night that Broadway shut down. Oh, That's right. right. I saw so the this is our invited dress rehearsal, so yeah, like I have already seen Kevin, Kevin gave his invited <laughs> dress ago. tickets to Kimberly oh, right. because yes. we were going because we were the going next week. the next week. So I was like, you can go because we're going to see it. And I now you are. How mad but, were you about that? I was mad about that for literally a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but now that we're going, I feel a lot better. I just, remedy tonight. I want to see Matt Doyle's amazing performance that could get him Tony nominated for this season. Who? Listen, if it's as good as it was 19 months ago, sure, it'll be amazing. Who here has seen Company before? I mean, me. I saw this production. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. It's like a little fashion that's really hitting. I know, I know. I don't know what glooms and pasta. I saw a production company at the, um, oh God, Alhambra Dinner Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, sure. Uh, It's the only equity theater in Jacksonville. Um, I mean, besides like where the Broadway tours come in, but I mean like the only equity like regional theater. Right, right, right. Um, 
So I saw company there. A couple of my friends, in, like right when I graduated from college, were in it. So I saw that, and then I've, I've seen the production. I've seen the DVD of the one with Raul Esparza. I've seen that one. And I think I've I seen every seen film the one with Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that one. I saw the one with him, and I also also this is like not the last experience I had with company was actually from Marriage Story. Uh, where mm-hmm. I, um, oh, I refuse to watch that film. Uh, where he sings, where he being, sings alive. being Alive. Adam Driver sings Being Alive, and it's spectacular. We also watched Tick, Tick, Boom last night, so we're in a very, like, age, birthday, existential crisis mode yeah, right now. It's really hitting me hard. Um, and then tomorrow we're seeing Doubtfire with uh, Rob McClure. And friend of the show, Jed Gamatees. And friend of the show, uh, Brad Oscar. And friend of the show, Cameron Adams. Yeah. Oh, we have like we got a lot of friends of the shows in these shows. Mm-hmm. A lot of friends. A lot of shows. Lots of friends. Lots of shows. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, would you just try the wagon? Yeah. Is did Mark Evans come back in the show? Yeah. Oh yeah. Friends of Mark Evans. Yeah. He's we know the whole oh, cast. Guys, we're at a point where I forget that I know people, and because we've been on Zoom for so long, sure. I sometimes truly forget that I've met people. Totally. And then I'm just like, I'm like, oh, I love her. Like Beth Level the other day. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I love Beth Level. <laughs> Beth Level, and I was like, I've seen her office. Yeah. She spoke to me. Yeah. <laughs> that was um, a fun episode. This feels like a great place to ring in the new year. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, let me you. That meat was so good. <laughs> Sounding your face. That meat. Was that was amazing. You need to come. I mean, we will be back. This was really good. Every year, oh, we play our favorite, favorite game. game. I have, a part, I have a part one because we're recording again in the future. Hey, future. Um, but just my, our favorite game of, was that this year? And so I'm just going to read off some facts and uh, see how long you think a year is. Um, oh, God, that this is going to be really weird. hard. Yeah. No, the past like two years are just like yeah. all the same? Or this like was it yesterday? Been, like what, 600 days? 700? Something like that. All right, first. Okay, if we um, miss more than three of them, Brian and Jamie can't get married. All right, I'm going to give you a hint. I'm trying to add the stakes. Also, the fact that the bell happened at the time that we did that <laughs> means that it's probably, we have to follow this. We have to follow this. All right, it's fate. All right, was that this year? Brian and Jamie moved to Philadelphia. Do We can't answer. This is for Kevin? This is for Kevin, okay. yeah. Yes, that was this year. This happened in January. That is correct. Wonderful. Thanks for knowing. Yeah, girl. <laughs> and I don't want you to not get married, so I'm answering correctly. Stakes <laughs> are high. Next, one of the largest of the streaming musicals of the past couple years, Ratatouille the Musical, streamed live with Andre de Shields. That's false. That was 2020. That was like September, October. Jamie? I, I believe what they said. That was also January 2021. No. Yeah. How long is this year? How short is this year? <laughs> I don't it was know. like January 5th, to be clear. But... Still, you tricked us. But that's the point of this game. All right. Um, next fun fact, the 2019-2020 Tony Awards. Was that this year? Yes, that was yes, this year. That happened like a couple months ago. Correct, that happened in 2021. Okay. <laughs> Woo, good question, good question. <laughs> the movie The Prom debuted on Netflix. Was that this year? No, that was fall of last year. Correct. We watched it in the old apartment. In the I watched it in Florida. Oh, you have too much of a good marker in your memory. Yes, yeah, I watched it in Florida and I was there in November. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
It was correct. It was December 2020. December, December. I've heard of it. Cool. Yes. Hamilton was released on Disney+. Plus. Was that this year? No, that was, was last, last year, year because we watched it on July 4th at Ithaca. Yeah, and now we did no, that trip that in 2020. July... 2020. Yes, that was for the, for the pandemic. Yeah, it was when I was yeah. living at the beach. Oh, sure. Pandemic present. <laughs> we launched season two of Broad Wasted after 200 plus episodes in season one. Yes. That was this year. Yeah, yeah. we talked about it a lot last year. But we did, it we happened did. this year yeah, 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 in yeah. September. Yes. Cool. <laughs> August. Uh, I we don't know, know our own show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right cool. yeah, late August, I think. Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, August 14th. All right, and the last one I wrote down before I stopped writing things down uh, the Amazon original Cinderella musical. Oh, I'll never forget it. This was this year. <laughs> yeah, no question. That was indeed this year, and that pretty much sums up 2021, guys. Yeah, that was. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Good memories. Kevin just cheers to the dip. That doesn't tell you something about Kevin. I was going to do it as a joke, but that's not even a good joke. You can't do visual gags on a podcast. That smoking old fashioned was smoking. That was so good. Smoke in. No, but you have you to do it like the mask. Okay. I was pretty good. I was in the Jim Carrey fan club growing up. Wait, Brian, were you a fan? Like you, it seems like The Mask was like one of your top ten movies growing up. One hundred percent. It was what, mine did too. Did you learn one of the scenes? <gasps> yeah, for my like for, for my, college auditions. No, no. no. <laughs> like first grade. For my fifth grade okay. talent show, I did the Someone full. Someone better stop. No, I did the full Cuban Pete number in front of the whole school. No. Yes, I did. Is there a video? I'm sure there is. Jill, send it to me. Oh, should we text? No, no, no. <laughs> no, um, it won't stop. <laughs> but that is, that's true. I love the mask. And, and during the pandemic, when I was allowed to say, I'm just, I'm just uh, uh, looking for my mask, was a very great thing. Yeah, you still say it. I still say it. The mask <laughs> is a great film. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Like what the about, mask and the Santa Claus just is my childhood. What about mm. the sun? Of the mask. No, that Jamie Kennedy oh, film? Absolutely no. not. Although I do like that name. That's a good name. Son of the Mask? No, Jamie Kennedy. Oh, oh yeah. Jamie. Sure, sure. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, he had yeah. his own show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jamie Kennedy. Experiment. Yeah. He's also my favorite part of the Scream movies. Yes. Oh, sure, definitely. Because that's like the Because it gives part. the rules, and we like the yeah. rules. Oh, my gosh. There's nothing better than rules in a movie. Yeah. Nothing. It's such a bad death. In the middle of it. Oh my god. Oh, in the movie. In the movie, I was like, what happened yeah. to Jimmy Kennedy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, his career. He gets sucked into the van. They like yeah. grab him, pull him Oh, the and you don't like see him. him. You see like the middle of the van. Right. Like, it's just like right. shaking. The van's oh, just like shaking. Yeah. Like, the blood stripping out. Well, while anymore. we're here, you should check out Talking Horror with Jimmy and Nikisha, <laughs> where they watch horror movies from the perspective of human behavior as well as uh, mental health. Uh, it's really good. We do a lot of great uh, stuff on there. So check it out. Yeah. Talk should more. we? Because we are going to do Scream 5 when it comes out. Yeah, in January. Oh, in like a couple of weeks we're doing Scream 5. I love Scream. So check it out. Um, should we hire Jamie occasionally if there's a musical that deals with some mental health? Yes. Yeah, Lemos? that's probably a good idea. I Have mean, you come on? company is perfect. I was going to say, the <laughs> show we're seeing tonight. I don't know anything about it. I'm, oh. I'm very much like a, I don't like to like read or listen to before I see something. So this show's not like, like an army thing. company? No. Do not listen to what Kevin thinks shows are about. I feel like they're lying to me right not, now. The song Being Alive is all about like defeating the aliens and being the last human. Probably. Yeah. Okay. And honestly, this is Doubtfire tomorrow is also probably a good mental health one. Oh, I think maybe everything. How did you feel about Tick Tick Boom from a therapy perspective? Oh, good question. I mean like 
the the pressure. Oh yeah, I have to talk way louder because I'm a very quiet person. It's the therapist in me. Um, I mean, like Just keep the, it confidential. The the pressure to like be successful, the relationship stuff that was coming up, um, the like pressure to accomplish, you know, fill in the blank by X age to like feel like you're career is, is like connecting with your passions and, and all of that I think like really re- probably resonates with like most people I mean I think like obviously beyond folks where they are creative people like it resonated with me and I was like oh my god like what is my life I don't know what I'm doing sure. I think like those those themes are like really um so we were just served the morning draft and uh this is barrel aged coffee um, that uh, is actually uh, by the owners, um, Tommy Tardy and his wife, Davey. Um, and so this is, we're going to be trying uh, the Morning Dram, which is one of their specialty cocktails. I want to be very clear. I do not drink coffee. I do not like coffee. This drink is delicious. This is also, yeah, I don't drink coffee either. Sometimes I'll have like an espresso drink, but like, Oh, this right. is so We're the good. same person. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just can't really drink coffee. Every single morning, a lot of it. So do you like this? This is delicious. If I could start my day with this every morning, I would. Or end my day. This is delightful. I'm also really... I love like an after uh, dinner espresso. One of the most yeah. delicious things I've had in a really long time. Coffee Us coffee drinkers over here. I had a venti Starbucks this morning. Um, with my favorite holiday toffee nut syrup, just a little bit because I don't can't do too sweets. But this is my this is really <laughs> my new it's a, favorite. It's thing. a medium roast, which those are my my favorite roasts. Um, not something like super light, but but not flavor like notes caramel corn, my favorite thing. Toasted marshmallow, vanilla fudge. My favorite roasts are the Comedy Central ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Brian, get out. <laughs> Get out a great film that we talk about on Comedy Horror. <laughs> but any any last thoughts about about the Flatiron Room? Um, those of you who are listening who come to New York often but are not New Yorkers, be brave. Go below 34th Street and you'll find some really cool things. And like, yeah, you'll find a miracle. Don't just like I feel like a lot of times tourists jump from 34th Street all the way down to like the end of the one train to go to like the one world observatory but like definitely stop in this little like flat iron area and check out the flat iron no yeah this has all been a lovely experience I'm having a grand time yeah don't bother me I'm drinking my espresso martini <laughs> yeah um this place is awesome this vibe is very cool again this is the flat iron room <clears throat> um same ownership as fine and rare that you've heard us at before um, Flatiron Room, though, is on 37 West 26th Street. That's between 5th and 6th. Remember my jingle. Remember? 37, 26. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, tonight we had the Smoking Old Fashioned and the Morning Dram. Um, next year is actually this place's 10-year anniversary. Um, they're going to be doing some really cool stuff, they're so tiversary. stay tuned. They're tiversary. So stay stay tuned. Um and uh, I mean, again, Wait, this is stay like. Stay tuned for their 10th anniversary. Well, for the things that are happening. For this, for this yeah, yeah, you know, stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. They're deciding. They're deciding what year. Um, 
but they're gonna. Uh, so it's a super cool supper club. We're having a great time. It feels like a speakeasy. Also, the entrance is very speakeasy because there are doors you can't see right into it. It feels like a storefront in a way. It's super super cool. Um, again, morning dram is that coffee uh, drink that we're drinking right now, as well as the coffee that's. Um, barrel aged and uh we had the food was incredible the drinks were amazing um so you know even though this isn't the end of this episode let's do a little uh let's do a bump yeah yeah let's do it thank you so much for the flat iron room we really appreciate you having us and as well, we end every uh can we say it like we're like back in this old time the like 20s jazz age. yeah 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 so like so so yeah so like let me let me give you a little joke um that i probably told on this podcast before um <laughs> Um, Jamie knows it's coming. Uh, why did the optometrist become a 1920s gangster? Why? Because he wanted to help people, see? That's all I wanted is all this thing. Zoot to bop bop, see? Zoot to bop bop, see? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Wow. Thank you so much, Brian, Kimberly, and Kevin. It sounds like you had a great time. You guys are so cool. Uh, you guys uh, really, really seem to enjoy the Flatiron Room. Again, the Flatiron Room is on West 26th Street. Um in new york city uh it's a really great option for pre or post dinner drinks you can get the food was incredible the drinks were awesome we had a wonderful time uh definitely check it out again the flat iron room uh super super awesome um, why is it that brian kevin and kimberly get to do all the cool stuff and we have to stay here and record on zoom well, because we we're we're the anchors of the finale and you know that that, that i understand i understand what you're saying but like the importance of what we're doing in this finale just can't be overlooked. Right, because my drink is not smoky. Oh my gosh, that drink was so drink. good. Or I, I assume that drink was good. Dreaming about the coffee martini. Oh, I mean, that was I dreamt it, and then we had it there in the future. Some might say you well, dreamed a dream. Who's you dream a dream. Time is a time is a wheel. Journey to the past, future. <laughs> um, but I I do remember that Brian, Kevin, and Kimberly uh, did play part one of Did That Happen This Year. So I think it's time for us to play a little game, Kimberly. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. This game is called Was That This Year? And we play it every year. Do-do-do-do. Um, again, how you play is I'm going to say something and you tell me if it happened this year. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's a silly game. Here we go. Don't understand. (laughs) In the Heights won our March Madness bracket to watch at the library. Was that this year? 
No. That happened at the end, like right at the, like that was our March Madness of 2020. Yeah. That is correct. Because this year. I can't believe that we saw the film version before we saw the library version. Still, we still haven't seen the library version, and we right. did, and, and we even did 2021's winner, uh, The Sound of Music, before we even did the other one or even watched it. Whoa. Yes, The Sound of Music won our March Madness bracket. Was that this year? It was yeah. this year. It was. It was this year. Um, Colin Donnell was our guest at BroadwayCon. False. That was 2020. That was like right before the pandemic. Correct. Right before pandemic. We zoomed with Colin Donnell for his second full length episode. Was that this year? False. That was in the fall of 2020. Kevin, a guess? That's correct. Correct. That is in the fall of 2020? Yes. Correct. October of 2020. Okay. Yes, that album was great. Oh, His yeah. album oh, wait, that we were promoting, album. yeah, it was really we good. We record an album with Colin Donnell. <laughs> yeah, you remember we cut a full album in the pandemic, and the first song was like "Let's Dance." Yeah. How did it go? Let's dance, everybody in the pandemic. Let's dance, dance from your home on Zoom. Let's dance. You remember that tune? It was experimental. Yeah, it was a banger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it? It was an experimental banger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the best ones are. It was one of those where you like bang your head and then you stop and are like, like it's a bang. What? Bang. What? <laughs> yeah. A quick banger. <laughs> Next, we launched a T Public merch site. Was that this year? Uh. Yes, that was this year because of tax purposes. It was this year, not next year, not last year, I think. Kevin? That was last year. That was last year. Oh, maybe I did it last year for tax Taxes purposes. Taxes be damned. Yeah, you know what? Forget the man. We're doing whatever we want. Like we talk about these things like we're business people. Yeah, we are business people. We're, 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 we're businessy. I couldn't think of a joke. I just couldn't. <laughs> I really couldn't. I couldn't at all. We appreciated the effort. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I don't think I put any effort season, into that. Y'all. It's been a crazy season. You done? I know. Yeah, it's been a whole season. We did it all today. And the world started again. <laughs> yeah. Like- we recorded this whole season today, and this is the finale. <laughs> <laughs> That's how podcasts work, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. In case yeah. you didn't know. All right. Was this this year? Megan Pacerno and John Riddle, stars of the last Broadway show that Brian and I saw pre-shutdown, came on for a Zoom episode to talk about their time at home. Hmm. Uh, False. That was fall of last year because everything feels like it was fall of last year. I'm going to say yes to Kevin. I don't think it was fall. I feel like it might have been, maybe it was fall. But it was last year. It was last year because I was in my old apartment. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, but some of that, like, early stuff, I could just go through a list of everyone we had on and be like, when was this? Yeah, that was... it all yeah. just feels like time soup somewhere in the past. Good soup. But when, I don't know. In the primordial soup of time. 
We could do some soup ASMR. Mm. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm so sorry. It's just soupy uh, business. This right year. <laughs> we recorded our 300th episode. Was that this year? Yes, true. Because it was in season two. Yes, it was. Everyone here has listened, correct? Yes. Yeah. We hope so. We recorded the radio play completely remotely for the first time. False. That was last year. It was last oh, year's what? radio play. That was last year, but we did it again. So yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I added the first time. I was like, oh, then it's a trick. Mm-hmm. Current <laughs> alphaba Jenny Denoya joined us for a virtual glass of red wine. Was that this I year? I adore her, and I want to say yes. I think that was like February. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Uh, no. Oh. November 2020. It was last fall! <laughs> yeah, when in <laughs> doubt, just last guess last fall. fall. Welcome to uh, How I Make Up This Game is I just do everything exactly one year ago, and you all think that it was this year, but it was secretly two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if it was in November, like, who could have been January? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. And last but not least, resumed with the legendary Beth Level. Oh, was that? I'm going to say it was fall of last year. Yeah, I'll go with that. No, I'm going to go different and say it was spring of this year. Heaven is correct. Oh, nice. Spring of this year. Oh, right, because they were promoting those shows Mm -hmm. um, with like Danny Gardner. and I remember. Yeah, 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 totally. Were they the 50 Fall Below shows? I don't remember. I can't remember either. <laughs> I thought were they were on Zoom live stream. Were they fifty four below from Zoom? No, I don't. I, I honestly don't remember. I think it was a cabaret, that. but I don't think it was fifty four below. It wasn't fifty four. I'm making that up. But she did a fifty four cabaret that, like, during pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Or did um, I make that up? You never know. I don't know. Was that this year? Who knows? Anyway, that was that was the whole game. Was that this year? That was really, this year was harder than ever. Yeah, I think so too. I would agree. Because like, also I kept thinking that things were like two years ago and I was like, that's too easy because that was two years ago. But no, Mm. they were one year ago. Yep. It's just all so much. Yeah. You're right, Um, Yoni McGee? What'd you say? Mm -hmm. You're right, Yoni McGee? Yeah, we recorded the whole entire season today. Of course I'm going to be tired. Um, That's why why. we recorded all of season one and one day two, and it took so long. (laughs) We didn't know know who any of the guests were until they literally walked in the door. Yeah, it was wild. (laughs) Uh, We should do that one day, like, surprise Brian, like you and I just pick a guest. Oh, that would (laughs) actually be kind of fun. I would do that. Or guess yeah. through that. And then he'd have to make up an intro on the spot as though he knew they were coming the whole time. Woof. I'm obsessed with this. Uh, All right. Okay. Season three. Bebe. Season three. Write it in. Or Put it in the book. Maybe we'll do that live and y'all should pay attention. We might do that live when the because the world's coming back. Oh, oh that's, that's a, a good idea. As well. Yeah. Oh, to be all in one room? Oh. Yeah, to be all in one room. The computer made a noise. Do a, do a, like an improv Broad Wasted episode, but like also be drinking heavily. That seems like a terrible idea, so I'm in. <laughs> All of you who agree with me, at Brian and tell him he's silly. Don't um, say anything super mean, but just tell me silly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
but we did. So the exciting thing about this year is we got to see shows. What were some of the things that you saw that you loved? I got to see Sarah Bareilles and Waitress in the remountal of Waitress. The remountal. And it was incredible because it was like three days after they opened and seeing an, an entire cast of a show where every single person is so on point focused talented and excited to be there like as if like kids and like you can't i'll never see that again on one stage without it being like the opening night of a show like you know mm-hmm. what i mean you'll never get to see again like people doing a show they got to do for years on broadway but are so excited to do again just because it was right after pandemic so that experience was super duper amazing for me and i will remember that a lot uh, um for sure right Kimberly, was there one that stood out to you? Um, I just liked seeing shows because I cried through all of them. Mm. <laughs> like, like Carolina or Change was so fun because to see a show that I didn't know. Sure. And then Doubtfire to see a brand new show that nobody knew. Mm-hmm. And then to go back and see Hamilton in Philadelphia, but our friends were there. That mm. was super cool to see him. And I was like, had I seen this tour pre-pandemic or if no pandemic had happened, I'd be like, Nikisha Williams, who's she? Sure. It's true. <laughs> and yet, our friends were there. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I loved all those. I, speaking of friends, I, I liked seeing friend of the show, Jeremy Jordan, in um, Little Shop. But great. I think I think some of the, the one I liked is when we saw Company. Uh, I thought it was fun to see that high concept of a show and the co- truthfully company is my favorite to watch because we all saw it together and we had some really excellent conversations about did the gender swap work did the updating of it work what does not work as well because it's 2021 and not 1970 something like yeah. like i the constant like it, i i enjoyed seeing it enjoying it and then being able to talk about it in like a very like open non-judgmental setting was probably my favorite thing thus far for sure that's like the number one thing we all missed about going to the theater was like hanging out after and like discussing yeah absolutely um well with that being said it was a beautiful i was just gonna say it was a beautiful like uh, production all the way around. The cast is fantastic. And it just felt like a real Saturday night on Broadway. And I yes. think that's what we all missed yes. a lot was just that experience of Saturday night on Broadway. And I was, I just missed that so much. So to get that back was so great. Absolutely. Kevin, are you saying that our Saturday night on Broadway spent at Diana was not a real Saturday night on Broadway? What was? Our Saturday night at Diana. Oh, that was a night at the theater that will live forever in uh, the halls of my memory. <laughs> it was so fun. And I will. We I had will a great time. That. that was our first Saturday night back. And we were yeah. like, wait, what is like waiting for a table at a restaurant? What is yeah. going to the theater a little drunk? <laughs> and I will carry that, that playbill with pride. It's going to end up in my playbill collection up there for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were talking about company just a moment ago. And, and of course we all know that our industry took a huge hit when Sondheim passed away recently. Um, so, you know, you've read all the tributes, you've seen everything, his songs and his shows are going to live 
forever. His name will never really die because they say what they say, you know, someone dies twice the moment their body dies. And the last time someone says their name and like, you're, we're never going to stop saying his name. So in, in to honor him, I thought we'd just talk about, you know, the things of his that he created or even just like personal anecdotes or whatever the case may be that are going to last forever with you that are, are, are going to, that influence you are going to impact you, whether it is a, a lyric in a show or whether it's something totally different that you just won't think about, or you'll, you'll never stop thinking about. Um, uh, I'm, I'm happy to start. Um, yeah. I, uh, for some reason, when I think of Sondheim, obviously I think of the shows, I think of that, but the personalization he took with everything, specifically the letters, um, writing everyone back. I remember a long time ago when people would tell Sondheim stories, they'd be like, yeah, I wrote him and he wrote me back. And, and, and like my, in my head, knowing what celebrity is like, what you assume celebrity is like, especially at the level of he was at or is at, um, it just boggled my mind that he would like write people back and like, what do you mean? Like you wrote to Sondheim and like he sent you a letter back and now I'm obsessed with the uh, Instagram, the Sondheim letters and yeah. just like seeing the amount of the massive amount of letters that he just wrote back to people with real answers that are deeply articulate and incredible and sharing information. I feel like nowadays, like the information shared in those in those letters would be like his, the marketing team or his PR team would be like, no, you can't share what you're writing now. We need to like market. Like there's just something pretty magical about that. Um, and his ability to like really care and, and, and respond to your enthusiasm. I think that this showed his love for both theater and theater people um, and his willingness to just kind of interact with people Um and so I, that's something I'll remember. I just think that's really special. And I think that is also in his shows, you can kind of feel that like wanting to know people and ask questions um, and, and, and try and give answers that are not supposed to be universal, that are very specific answers to those people or that situation. So that's something that I will definitely remember and take with me in terms of my memory of him as, a, as an artist and as a man. Yeah, I mean, I'll jump off of that real quick and just say kind of like veering off of what you were saying. I think um, Sondheim has always been important to all of us. He was a, he's one of my biggest inspirations as a writer. Um, one of the best compliments I ever got was when my show was a nymph and one of the reviewers said that one of the songs was Sondheimian in its lyrics and that like made me die for like two days. Um, so I, I think what I really love about him um, and that I'll always remember and take with me is a lot of it's encapsulated in the documentary six by Sondheim. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going off what Brian said, like he was such an open person that like every moment he was being interviewed, every moment he was like out there in front of a camera, um, he was using it as a teaching moment. And he's so intimate and wise in his like Gandalf kind of way that I feel like he was like, the grandfather to all of us as theater kids. And he knew that and accepted that responsibility. And I think not only is it what he said in his speeches and how he, it almost feels like if you watch Six by Sondheim that you're like being mentored by Sondheim about like how to get through this business, at least in a res, I feel that as a writer when I watch that, because it feels mm -hmm. like he's looking into the camera like talking to us. But I think his work shows that as well, that he understood scared 
like emotionally fragile theater kids like nobody else. And so even though his stories are universal and touch people like all different types, like his lyrics and his certain characters like speak specifically to us as a, a group of young, scared, emotionally fragile theater people and just like really lift us up and like show us the path to get to where you're trying to go. And I think that's really beautiful that he, we still have that now, these maps through his words and his teachings to like figure out how to be the artist we all want to be. Beautiful. Sometimes the teacher is kind of where I was going to go with it too, just from like reading anything about him, the way he speaks of Oscar Hammerstein the second. I think is how a lot of people will talk about Sondheim. And so sort of the, mm. the growing family tree of Broadway lyricists and composers, I think is going to be a fun thing to watch forever because you can always relate back to the past. Yeah. And I think everyone writing right now at some point was inspired by Sondheim, who was deeply inspired by Hammerstein and then just, building it back to just the American art form that is musical theater. Mm-hmm. All right. Pick one show. Go. You can only pick one. Merrily. Kevin. Um, you asshole. Uh, <laughs> Into the woods. Cool. I guess I'll, I'll pick a funny thing. Cool. Um, well, yeah, we'll pour it out for him for sure. Every time. Um, yeah, I was in a bar when Kevin texted me, uh, the news mm. and Jay and I just immediately ordered another round and mm. cried so in a bar where clearly nobody else knew what was happening. We weren't in New York. It was over Thanksgiving. We were in Cape May, New Jersey, and we were just like sad sacks sitting at this bar. I we was just like... In- it was, it was like weird that we were just like, everyone should be this sad. Yeah, I was so devastated, but it felt like I like couldn't express it because I was at home for Thanksgiving with my family. And like, I told all of them, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I know you really loved him. But like, he was 91 or 93. So like, he lived a great life. And I was like, yeah, but like, it just felt different because like, they didn't have the connection. Like, that like, I wanted to be with theater people. I wanted to be in New York. And I will never forget getting up. So I got off the plane on Monday um, after the Thanksgiving weekend. And as soon as I got off the plane, I got like dropped my stuff and ended up going straight to Robbie Roselle's concert at Birdland. Mm-hmm. And he had a moment where like he spoke about Sondheim and we all kind of like had that communal. I, Kimberly was there too. We went together. I was. Uh, with with friend of the show, Alana Levine. And um, we he just spoke about it and we had a communal moment. And then he sang a Sondheim song and I just like wept like hard weeping. And it was just so cathartic to finally let go of like all of that emotion I felt for the loss of Sondheim and just what that means to all of us as a group, as a, as a whole and what it means to be personally the way it does to everyone else um, who loved him and felt like they knew him through everything. So it was just really beautiful to like experience that in New York and kind of, openly grieve with everybody in such a cathartic way sure um do you know what else is cathartic i don't know what tuesdays in the corner with kevin 
Kevin's Corner. Okay, so welcome to Kevin's Corner. And you guys, like, this is our finale, and we're really excited about it. And um, it's happening at the end of the year, of the end of 2021. So I thought, why don't we play a fun game where I bring up things and from my past, and we try to figure out if that happened when I was 20 or 21, um, or if it happened before or after. So Kimberly and Brian, you're going to say 2021, if you think it was either 20 or 21 years old when this thing happened. And then if you think it was before, say before. If you think it was after, say after. Okay. And we're going to see how this works. Um, okay. So I went into my senior year at Florida State University. 2021. That is correct. I was uh, 21 when I went into my senior year. Yeah. Um, great. So we see how this works? Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw the Lord of the Rings, the return of the King with my family. Brian, you know, when that came out more than I would before that came out in 2004. So that would be before. That's correct. Wow. Well done. Well done. This is why I would keep Brian around. <laughs> Cause I was just like, I don't know. I was in middle school or college. Maybe I don't, I have no idea when that happened. I appeared in Sweeney Todd at Florida State University from the College of Music, or the musical theater program? Uh, I don't know if you did it senior year. Do you remember, Kimberly, if you did it senior year or not? I feel like it was senior year, yeah. So are we saying 2021? Yes. Okay, 2021. That is correct. I was 21 years old. All right. Well done. Well done. Well all done. Right, all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, I, <laughs> um, I broke up with my girlfriend, Marianne. Before. I think that's a before. Yeah. I think so too. That actually happened when I was 20. Oh. Uh-huh. Was that your college girlfriend? Yes. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. uh, uh, uh. I, uh, uh, uh. 20, I, 21. <laughs> I got on a Greyhound bus and went two hours to Gainesville, Florida to drink my face off out of a dark beer keg until four in the morning, only to wake up an hour, two hours later to get a friend to drive me back to school to try to make it to a final on time. I, I think that's before. I think you did that like sophomore year or junior year. You are correct. That was before. Yeah. For legal purposes, we will not say what age I was when that happened. But it did. <laughs> and I thought it was so genius because I was like, I'll leave on the bus at three and get there at five. We can drink until two. I'll sober up by 4 a.m. I'll leave by six and I'll totally make it on time to my, my test. I mean, I got and- there five minutes at, at before the test was ending and it was my singing and sight reading test. Oh no! The teacher had played through all of the stuff, but when I got there, she was like, "Oh, Kevin, I'm sure something happened because you've been such a good student. Just stay after the test, and I'll play through everything for you again." Damn! The test for me Little after teachers me. pet you. The only reason why I passed because I would have failed that. Teachers time. pet. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, okay. This one. Um, 
Next one. Uh, I got my first Christmas tree of my own. I'm going to say after. Yeah, Kimberly and I. You just discussed your tree and you said you've had it for years, but not decades. That is correct. It's after. After is correct. You're right. You're well right. done. Right. Well done. We did um, it. And the final one is uh, I met Brian Plofsky. I assume you were 21 and you met Brian. Yes, I, I know this answer. Brian. Yeah, yeah, I know this answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, last one is um, <laughs> I know that was going to be the last one, but I came up with a new one. Um, I auditioned for a show at, at the local region or the local um, equity theater near my hometown and was told by the uh, person, the director, that I had a speech impediment. Before. Yeah. That was after. Wow. I graduated from college. It was one of my first auditions. And the guy told me that I had a uh, very hard to understand speech impediment. Wow. I don't understand. But then he offered to give me private coachings for a fee. And I was like, ah, okay. Uh, now uh, I see. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh. I also had a bunch of marbles in my mouth for the audition. I don't know. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> and this has been Kevin's Corner. Yay. Wonderful. Well, well, Kevin, isn't there another corner that you want to describe to us? Uh, yes. Would you? I want to describe to you the corner where I have been um, crying myself to sleep in um, because <laughs> no, I'm screwed. So the uh, season finale is happening. But we kind of like Marvel where like the finale happens and then there's like really cool stuff that happens after that. Um, We have some super exciting stuff for you guys because the holiday radio play uh, that I write with uh, Jason Pomerantz is going to be coming back. We have a new one for you. Uh, We're really excited about it this year. um, Am I allowed to reveal? Is it the time? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so this year's radio musical is called Dungeons and Drama, a Broadway-based <laughs> holiday adventure. Um, and I think you can kind of figure out where we're going. It's an adventure fantasy story, and it's going to be super fun and ridiculous. And we have some uh, Broadway-based friend of the show favorites who are in it, plus a lot of fun new people um, that I love to work with. And I think that you guys should hear how incredible they are. Um, so it's going to be super duper fun. And that's going to be uh, released in December. Um, and you'll get to hear all of that. Uh, and everything will be released before the 24th of December. So you'll get all of that. Um, Brian, do you know what actual dates we're releasing on? Yes, I do. Oh, These will yeah. be... I do. Do not worry. So part one is going to be released on the 14th. Part two is released on the 21st. Part three is on the 28th and then uh oh no excuse me wait did i mess that up i think we like changed part, it a little part one is the 14th because that's next week right part two is the 21st part three is the 24th and then the that's what it is. Uh, and then afterward you'll hear the the, the bar to full bartender's cut that's what it is yeah 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 i know i know i promise i know that's what it is they're scheduled i promise 
Yeah, so you're going to hear all that. We're super duper excited. And again, this year is going to be uh, raising awareness and hopefully uh, raising some gifts and some great stuff for Broadway-bound kids. Um, we talk about them every year. They're an incredible organization that uh, brings arts education to communities all over New York City. And um, they've been really, really important to these kids during the pandemic, which was a very hard time for them to be shut away from their friends and not having this outlet that a lot of them have, which uh, is not just so important to them creatively and artistically, but also just in their day-to-day -day lives and giving them a safe space to go for some of them. Um, and so we would really, really, really love it if this holiday season, uh, you could find it in your hearts to join us in supporting Broadway Bound Kids. And you'll be able to hear all about that on the radio play this year. Did you say the name? Uh, it's uh, Dungeons and Drama, a Broadwasted holiday adventure. Get ready. It is great. It's, um, it's but, an adventure but, indeed. That brings us to the end of our episode. Um, that brings us to the end of our season. Um, thank you so much for joining us this season. If you enjoyed seasons, please let us know. If you didn't enjoy seasons, then like tough luck. We're going to keep doing seasons. Um, but let us know how you'd like to improve them, how, what you'd like to hear, what you really liked, what you, what you think you would like to hear next season. Um, we'll let you know when we're coming back for season three. Um, but we're so, so happy that you stuck with us. Um, and uh, you can follow us to find out more information. Follow us, of course, on... Um, where can they follow us? I've done this over 300 times, but they can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Right, right. Social media. Yeah. At Broad Wasted on Twitter and Instagram. You can, of course, find us in our Facebook group um, where we do theater nerdy stuff. Join our Patreon where you can see lots of Patreon stuff. That's awesome. And then, of course, we're a podcast. So wherever you get your podcasts, like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, rate and review us there. Five stars, please. Thank you. Um, cool. Um, and then we always end with a quote and this one is someone to crowd you would love someone to force you to care someone to make you come through will always be there as frightened as you of being alive, being alive, being alive, being, uh, alive. Um, thank you all so much. As we end every episode, we raise a glass and we say, cheers. Cheers. Season two. Deuces. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.